This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rachel Abbott and this is The Leader. Today we're giving you some bonus content taken from our business show, How to Be a CEO. It's an opportunity to hear from the most powerful people behind some of the world's biggest brands. This is actually a cut down version of the full episode. To hear the full thing, you'll need to hit the link in the show notes. Find a new episode of How to Be a CEO every Monday morning. And why not give it a rate, review and follow whilst you're there. Now, let's begin. Where does a hard work ethic come from? I still have my mum sat on my shoulder telling me to look after the pennies and the pounds and look after themselves. So I'm very detailed in the numbers. I think that will always be my way. You know Sarah Willingham. She was on Dragon's Den and she got a seat there by being one of the country's most successful entrepreneurs. That girl from Stoke with a paper round that gave her a pound in her pocket went into hospitality and rose up to not just manage the place but buy it. She turned Bombay Bicycle Club into the biggest Indian restaurant chain in the country. Several more ventures later, she's now set up Nightcap, a bar group with around 30 sites on its books and plans to acquire even more. This is a great time, actually, to start a new business, bring together some of these great entrepreneurs that actually want to grow, that are very, very capable. I'm David Marsden from The Evening Standard. Is it a great time to start a business? Nightcap was founded in 2020, lockdown year. A hospitality company launched when no one was allowed out of the house. Now that's got to be hard work. And when we meet Sarah, the first thing I want to know is, how did she do that? The first thing that strikes me is when you put in, when was Nightcap founded? It comes up 2020. With hindsight, would that have been the best year to open a hospitality company, Sarah? Michael and I had talked about it in end of August 2020. So that was, we'd come out of the first lockdown, but we just had a bit of a taste of the summer, you know, like a bit of a taste of of demand, I think. But we could start to get a feel for, I guess, the macroeconomic landscape that we were coming into And we made the phone call to um, brokers that we'd worked before. And I remember the silence on the end of the phone. Like there was like a a proper pause. He just went, are you 
absolutely mad. We were like, no, 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 you don't understand. This is it. So there's a few things that we'd seen and hoped we were right about. One was the demand I just talked about. The second thing was that we saw over the course of that summer in 2020, actually just how important hospitality was in that I'm providing that safe environment for people to be together, for people to socialise, to play into that important need to be part of a community. The third thing was the property landscape. I'd never seen anything like it, where the balance of power had always been with the landlord. You know, it was really who was the most capitalised, throw the most money at the best sites. You got it. That was it, really. There wasn't much chat about covenant, but it changed and it really changed. And I, I had spent quite a lot of time looking at how those negotiations were going with landlords and could really see that for the first time ever, this was not about your bank balance. This was about your covenant. This was about your ability to be able to pay your rent. So that was really important. There was a lot more property available, but also landlords were like different human beings, to be honest. It was, it was, we were dealing with a, a compl- I'd never seen it. We were able to negotiate in a very, very different way. And I felt that the balance of power actually became a bit more balanced And then the fourth thing was there were loads of entrepreneurs who were backed by the bank or backed by private equity. The private equity had got a portfolio, let's say, of of businesses and were like, we're not doing anything in hospitality. Everybody stop, rein it in, no growth. We're not going anywhere. And suddenly all these entrepreneurs that maybe had got an exit or an event on the horizon, the brakes were just slammed on for them. We, we saw situations where with some businesses, the bank effectively ran them. And again, the entrepreneur was underwater in terms of their equity. So you put all of that together and we were like, well, hang on, this is a great time actually to start a new business bring together some of these great entrepreneurs that actually want to grow, that are very, very capable. So when you put all of that together, we were like, maybe this isn't as bonkers as it actually sounds. But once we were on the market and once we'd floated, then the world looked very different for us. And we were able to raise a lot more money very, very quickly. And we actually acquired three phenomenal businesses in the first 10 months of of Nightcap's life. And we were really lucky... Yeah, luck has played a part in here, I guess. But I mean, when when people were starting to go through the doors of the business, like you said, when people got unlocked from from their homes, did you have time to feel a sense of relief at all? Or was it just right? Now, here do we go? Here we, where do we go next? Honestly, we are and have continued to be so blooming grateful to our customers for wanting a party, right? And like wanting to come out and continuing to support us. So yeah, I think relief, grateful, excited. You know, there's definitely moments of real apprehension. I think, you know, definitely also going into this coming year, we're like, okay, um, this is a different landscape than we've seen so far. You know, we've been, it's, what what does this mean? What do, what do the energy prices mean for us? You know, what does it mean in terms of staffing? You know, it's been a big thing, the impact of Brexit. So cautiously optimistic, always, and all about risk mitigation. That's like my, anything I've ever done in my whole life has always been about risk mitigation. So it's always been about protecting the downside. Can I handle the downside? Can we handle it? If the answer is yes, let's crack on. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves 
feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. And Nightcap is doing well. He just recently got £10 million from HSBC. That's not bad, is it, Sarah? What are you going to do with it? No, it's great, that is, actually. I'm really pleased about that because it also, you know, it obviously, again, positively impacts the ROI model, but it also um, allows us to expand and take advantage, really, if you want to use the word take advantage. It always sounds so mercenary when you say take advantage, but take advantage of the property market. You know, there are still great deals out there we are you know signing long-term leases on terms that I've never seen before never seen we've just I think we've just recently paid our first premium and we've signed how many sites you know since we since we started and we're you know we've got a lot in the pipeline and when I look at some of the sites that we have taken they're phenomenal we never would have been able to get hands on these years ago because it just wouldn't have worked you would have had to pay 750 grand premium and now we're paying nothing for that same site that really really makes a difference to your return on capital invested and then of course when you look at including the debt and we're very very grateful for HSBC's support I mean we actually had a bit of a a bit of a beauty parade so that was nice to see that you know well capitalized well-run businesses are you know, the money's there, the support is there. The finance team and, and our, our CFO had done all of the, you know, started the, shortlisted the beauty parade and done the shortlist and done the, um, a lot of the upfront negotiations. So I was like, we've got to go out with these people just to make sure that they, they get it. So we all went out for a drink with them. We're like, can we work with these people? Can they have a laugh like us? And yeah, they were great. They passed the cocktail test. How much of your philosophy now and the way that you work now, has that come from, you've talked about not having a career journey, but a kind of life journey from, from those very early beginnings of Sarah Willingham back then when you were doing the, the newspaper round for your local news agent, how much of, of, of what you originally started with remains with you today? There's, there's a couple of things. It's, that's a good question, actually. Nobody's ever asked me that. I still have my mum sat on my shoulder telling me to look after the pennies and the pounds and look after themselves. So I'm very detailed in the numbers. I think that will always be my way. Always had a pound in my pocket, always grafted, always had a little job. Um, but started in hospitality when I was 13 and never really left it. I've always had some kind of job, whether that's waiting on behind the bar, making the coffee, whatever it might have been. Actually, earlier on this year at Nightcap with one of the businesses, I just I couldn't get my head around the numbers. And in the end, I rolled my sleeves up and got in. And I think once an operator, always an operator. So because that's the route I've come into hospitality was 
you know, waiting tables, writing rotors. I understand the different aspects of of hospitality from the absolute grassroots. Um, it's definitely my default setting as much as I love all of the corporate financing and the structuring. I love the sort of big picture structuring side of it, you know, hence an IPO. And it's much, my husband's much better at it than I am, actually. He's fantastic, Michael, who's a co-founder. But we both have a really strong understanding of that. But really, when it comes to it, I can get very, very detailed. And I think that's the that's from those early days, you know, of, of really working grassroots in hospitality. I don't think that ever leaves you at all. That was Sarah Willingham from Nightcap. For more interviews, news and analysis, pick up the Evening Standard newspaper or head to standard.co.uk forward slash business. How to be a CEO is back on Monday morning. Start your week with us. I'll see you then. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. <laughs>